Welcome back to another episode, you guys. We are going to be talking about what the number on the bathroom scale really means and why we have daily fluctuation. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right, you guys, I am so excited for this podcast episode because we are going to be talking about the number on the bathroom scale and what it really means. I think we as women, we put so much... um, emphasis and so much of our own personal self-worth on the number on the scale. And I know I've been there. I know I have embarrassingly to admit, um, dictated my individual worth and how I'm going to go about my day based off what the number comes back on the scale. And I think when we talk about it, we and I say these things out loud, out loud, I realize how unhealthy they are. And I'll be honest, I didn't realize why I was doing some of the things I was doing when it first started. So I, I just want to say and express to you guys that all of you are more than the number on your scale. And yes, having hypothyroidism and thyroid imbalances leads to a lot of emotional distress when it comes to how we feel about ourselves because the fatigue, the weight, the puffiness, all of these things lead us to think and feel that we are not good enough or we're just not enough. And that, and that is absolutely not the case. Um, And I think I've talked about this on some other podcasts, but the other thing that is just coming to me before we really dive in is when it comes to thyroid, oftentimes we have a difficult time speaking our truth. We have a difficult time telling other people how we feel, how we think, um, because for whatever reason, right? Like I know for me personally, some of it comes from childhood trauma and childhood experiences that I did not have the words or the mental capacity to understand what was happening around me. And therefore it was difficult to put into words. And therefore, um, I have 
taken some of that throughout my life, obviously. Um, and that has transcended into other areas of my life. And part of my thyroid healing journey has learned to speak and to say things even when it's difficult. And sometimes you guys, I get, and and maybe I'm crazy, <laughs> but I will get this like tightening or like almost like a burning sensation in the back of my throat when I am saying things that are difficult for me to say. And I'm having to push myself outside my comfort zone. So anyways, I would love to hear if that resonates with you guys. Maybe I'm a little bit crazy, but if you guys want to head over to the Thriving Thyroid podcast and just let me know if when you have difficult conversations, if this is something that you also struggle with. All right, so let's dive in to today's content, um, talking about what the numbers on the bathroom scale really mean. So we all know the frustration of working hard to maintain a healthy weight one step only to step on the bathroom scale and see the numbers go in the wrong direction. I think that is such a huge, huge thing with thyroid. Um, or they're not moving in the right direction as quickly as we think they should. And and by that, I mean, you're putting in effort, you're eating clean, you're you're quote unquote dieting, you're watching what you eat, you're eating whole foods, you're doing all these things, you're hitting the gym, and maybe you've lost like 0.2 pounds, you know, in two weeks, and you're like, what the crap? <laughs> right? Like I have for sure been there, been there, and that has led me to some binge eating or to kind of throw everything out the window. Um but anyways, so here are some six truths about this annoying normal daily weight fluctuation. So number one, the scale weight is not a true measurement of your health. And I think we, me, <laughs> we have gotten so focused in on that number on the scale, like I mentioned before earlier, it is not... It is simply one of many variables that make up our health and one of the things that can help determine how we are going to approach or maintain an optimal, an optimal body weight for health. We know that excess fat and excess fat, visceral fat, puts stress on the organs, right? It squeezes the organs, slowing down the digestive system. Like we know that. And I'm not, I'm not saying like anything about, I don't know, I guess body positivity. I am, I am all for loving your body the way and the size that it is. And that the number on the scale is not important. Um, it is important if we're looking to maintain an optimal health rate so that the organs and the systems and the hormones and all of the things in the body can work to their best capability without having excess pressure put on them. All right. Number two. So when you wake up after fasting, so let's say you ate at 
7 p.m. and you go to bed at like 9 or 10 and then you wake up in the morning. Um, so usually around that 12 hour mark, you your body is completely dehydrated and you're at your lowest weight of the day. And this is why it is recommended to weigh yourself again first thing in the morning after you have um gotten up, right? Before you're drinking, before you're eating, before you're doing anything to get that true number on the scale. Um, And for me, ideally, also having that morning bowel movement can also lend towards helping to know where, where you stand in terms of weight. I know that that's not always the most possible thing, especially if you're dealing with constipation or other things like that. But a good sign of health is to wake up in the morning and be able to have a bowel movement within an hour of waking up. So just keep that in mind. Um, And if this is something that you guys are struggling with, we can maybe talk about that on another episode because everybody knows that I love poop. All right. Number three, speak of voiding. So speaking of going to the bathroom, having a bowel movement, you can experience daily fluctuations of one to three plus pounds due to the waste that could be holding in your large intestines. So who knew poop could be so heavy, <laughs> right? Three to plus one to three, four or five pounds, um, depending on how often and how frequently you're going because keep in mind and think about this and this is something that I don't think I had ever thought of um before a couple years ago but if I'm putting food in my mouth I'm eating it I'm chewing it but then I'm not going to the bathroom for two three four days because I'm constipated and things are blocked up that food is somewhere right? Like, yes, the body can convert some of it into energy and a fuel source and and whatever. But for a majority of us, our body is breaking down the matter that it needs. And then it's, it should be flushing those things out. So this is a huge reason why when I'm working with my clients, and you will find this in any program, I'm asking you about your bowel movements. I'm asking you how you poop, when you poop, how often you poop, like everything poop related. Um, I currently have a client who you guys looking at her food journals, she eats phenomenal, like fruits, veggies, every single meal. Um, She's eating super clean. I don't see, literally, I do not see any processed foods. And yet, she is still struggling with constipation. And we are going through this, this process right now where I'm like, okay, go do this and let's see how, how this happens. Okay, go do this and then let's evaluate. And so it's really, really important to track not just the food that you're eating, but also track those bowel movements so that you can, because that can essentially lead into the number on the bathroom scale. All right. Um, So be sure to keep the bowels moving with plenty of fluids. So water, hydration, um, plant-based fiber, and targeted supplements if needed. So a lot of my clients, I I will recommend a magnesium citrate to help with bowel movements if they are not going. 
One of my other things that I love to recommend when it comes to bowel movements is that Akia fiber. You guys can find them on Wellevate. Um, the ones that I recommend and, and start incorporating those in. I will not travel without my Akia fiber um, because oftentimes when we are traveling, guess what? I'm not eating the way that I normally eat at food at home and therefore like my bowel movements are a little less consistent. However, this last trip we took to Mexico for a week, I did not need any additional support. This is the first time in I don't even know how many years <laughs> that I was able to have daily, regular, consistent bowel movements, and I was thrilled. It felt like a huge accomplishment for me. So anyways, <laughs> number four, your scale doesn't just weigh fat. This means muscle, bones, organs, water, and and also you just learned poop, right? So when you are trying to lose weight, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've lost body fat every time you step on the scale. And there's no way to tell you what body tissue you've lost. So there is a weighing when you weigh yourself, there can be what we call a quote unquote skinny fat on the bathroom scale because, and that skinny fat means that there, there's no muscle to them. There's no definition to them. There's, it is literally just being thin without having muscle and good, healthy bone tissue and all of those things. So fun fact, the more muscle you have, the more energy your body burns, even when you're just sitting around and doing nothing due to the fact that this is your, this is a metabolically active tissue. And the reason why a fit active person is generally able to eat more than a chronic dieter is um, because a chronic dieter is in what we call a catabolic state. And so their body is breaking down and losing muscle over someone who is exercising and eating. And this is a huge reason why you have probably heard me say over and over again to eat more food. Okay. Eat more food, eat more whole foods, eat more fruits, more veggies, more lean proteins. Um, this is not a sponsored plug or whatever, but this is one of the reasons why I invested in one of the fit track scales. I think I've talked about this on some other episodes, especially recently. Um, but it does your body measurements. So it checks your weight, it checks your body mass index, it checks, um, body fat percentage, your, your water weight, um, your muscle mass, your visceral fat, um, all of these different things. Oh, and your basal metabolic rate, as well as giving you a metabolic age. So I have found this a really good tool for me to get out of my own head as I'm stepping on this scale, because I want to know what my protein is. And guess what? You guys, my protein is low <laughs> and I am trying to get it up. I'm nursing. My body is recovering from um, having a baby, all of these things. And I am chronically under eating the amount of protein that I should be eating. And so I just today, I just today went back to tracking what I'm eating and not because I'm trying to track all of the things, but I want to see where my protein is 
and how I can improve those levels. So food journaling, that can also give us an idea and a better indication of what changes and adjustments we need to make. And today I am just tracking what I would normally do and I'm already looking at it and I'm like, oh, here's room for improvement, right? I can, my lunch was um, kind of low in protein. It was fruits and veggies, but it's it was low in protein. And based off this data that I have, I know I need more protein, right? And same thing with breakfast. Normally, I add in an extra scoop of like collagen to get some more protein in there. And I didn't this morning. So again, making sure that I'm doing that. So I'm getting a roughly 30 grams of protein. Anyways, so all of these things for you guys can help you make some of those adjustments for yourself. All right. Number five, likewise, the scale can't tell you if you've gained muscle. So building muscle is possibly dropping your clothes size and you're losing inches without a significant change on any scale, right? So think of it like a pound of muscle is a small compact brick, whereas a pound of fat is a like a bulky lumpy pillow so it's so that's why when you gain muscle and you lose fat your figure appears to be slimmer and more firm because your weight your your scale weight doesn't change that much and let me tell you okay again this is like full confession of Shannon Um, I remember a couple years ago, I had someone in my life and they were like, Hey, you're looking really good. And I, for some reason, I took that as a negative thing because I was stepping on the scale and I was exercising I was doing all these things, but the number on the scale hadn't changed in months, right? In months. And that comment for me somehow became a negative thing. And I kind of went off the deep end and started eating all the chocolate and sweets and stuff again, because I had wrapped up so much of myself in the number on the scale. And I, I really wish that I could go back to that version of myself and just tell myself, Hey, you're doing a good job. Like other people are noticing that you're putting on muscle and your body is slimming down. Keep it up right? Anyways, all right. So last one, number six, um, for all the ladies out there, it's not you. It's your hormones. Some women can go up 10 pounds right before or during their period. I'm not joking. And this is because the natural drop in progesterone just before your period can often cause digestive issues like water retention and constipation. And let's not forget how heavy poop can be, right? So our bodies tend to lose magnesium right before we we start our menstrual cycle as well, which drives our insulin levels up, leading us to have an increase in food cravings, especially sugar. And especially things like chocolate. Okay. So for me, one of the other reasons why I track my my menstrual cycle, um, I use an app called Flow. It's called 
F-L-O, no W on the end, F-L-O. And it will give me, I did pay for the upgraded version, you guys. But one of the things that I appreciate on here is that it gives you an update as to when your cycle is going to start and the different phases that you are going through through your menstrual cycle. It will give you information about what color your discharge should be and all all of these other <laughs> awesome things um, that if we are not educated on when it comes to our menstrual cycle, we can we can do things that are not, I don't want to say harmful, but like self-sabotaging, right? So around my menstrual cycle, knowing right before my menstrual cycle is going to start a couple days, I will increase my magnesium levels. I will take magnesium um, baths with magnesium flakes. Um, here, here's a little tidbit for you. I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I love to make a mixture of magnesium flakes or on Amazon. It's the best prices I've can find, um, magnesium flakes with magnesium or Epsom salt and, um, baking soda, sodium bicarbonate. So the interesting thing about this is the magnesium flakes and the Epsom salts, they're two different forms of magnesium and the sodium bicarbonate, AKA baking soda, all equal parts, but the sodium will help with cell saturation, meaning it will push the magnesium into the cells of your body. And this is just a way to get some extra magnesium inside my body um, in different forms, right? Like magnesium has tons of different forms of magnesium and they're used for different things inside the body. Um, so anyways, okay, that's a little side note. So I hope you guys just had a really big aha moment when it comes to our hormones as women. And you know what? Just if you go up 10 pounds before your menstrual cycle, just say, you know what? That's totally okay. Um, and, and give yourself some grace and understanding. So again, insulin is a hormone inside the body that is made by the pancreas. And this keeps those blood sugar levels um, in check. But it's also considered the fat storage hormone, okay? So we we need to monitor our insulin levels. So bottom line, these yo-yoing numbers have nothing to do with your long-term progress, and they are just part of the overall health optimization journey of your thyroid. So simply do not, simply just do your best right? Know that these dietary and lifestyle changes that you are making are for your better. <laughs> they are for your benefit. And obviously, we want to continue to see the number going down if that is, you know, part of your overall goal or being able to maintain um, weight. That's also a goal for some of us out there. But allow yourself some grace when it comes to this. So I have a quote, um, and it says, The scale can only give you a numerical reflection of your relationship with gravity. That is it. It is not. It does not measure beauty, talent, purpose, life force, possibility, strength, or love. Okay? 
And I love that quote because it just recenters me and realigns me with my overall goal <laughs> of loving myself so that I can make good decisions and saturate my body with the nutrients it needs. All right, you guys, I will see you on the next. Before we go, you guys, I just wanted to give you a quick little reminder of the Recapture Your Thyroid program. This is a six-month-long group coaching program where I am coaching you on how to support your body and your thyroid to rebalance out those thyroid hormones and give you the skills and the structure and the strategy that you need to balance those thyroid hormones and stop creeping your way through life and get back to the things that really matter and the things that are really, really important to you and your family. All right, check out the show notes for more information on Recapture Your Thyroid. You guys can schedule a 15-minute complimentary call with me to talk more about the program if you have specific questions. But this program is really great for the people just getting started with their thyroid. Or maybe you've been working on your thyroid for an extended period of time on your own and you are like, okay, I'm ready for help. I'm ready for coaching. I'm ready for accountability. This program is for you. You guys, it is packed full with everything you need to know in order to balance out your thyroid. You are going to have so many aha moments and understand what you need to do in order to feel better, to have consistent bowel movements, to have the energy to play with your kids or your grandkids, to feeling like yourself again it's going to help clear up the confusion around what should I be eating and what should I not be eating we're going to be looking at your journals you guys and giving you specific feedback and coaching and information around what to do and what changes to make and how to improve this and how to make this more of a lifestyle for you and your family so until July 18th you guys have, I am charging $399 for the entire six months. You guys, this program is well over at least worth $1,000 working with me, but I wanted to go back to some of my core values and make this affordable for so many women. So head over to the show notes, check out more information. Um, send me a DM, whatever you need to do to get started. All right, you guys, I'll see you on the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram. And please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.